0: Hello everybody, and welcome to the Soccer Rangers Podcast, where we focus on conventions, cosplay, and nerddom in general. Hey guys, I'm going to level with you right now. This is probably not going to be the week you want to be listening. Uh, We had some scheduling conflicts, and not everybody was able to get together this week, so I'm going to be keeping this pretty short here. Uh, I don't even think this is going to go in past 10 minutes, so... Uh, I will go and say this is going to be a little bit of a random episode, uh, largely just going to be responding to uh, questions that we've gotten via email. Uh, We did the episode where uh, Sasha, quote unquote, uh, Sasha asked us kind of an interesting question about conventions moving forward. Uh, and we got actually a lot of questions coming back, not just about that episode, but other things. I guess people finally believe us when we say we actually do read our uh, read our emails and, you know, are always going and looking for stuff. Uh, the problem is most of the stuff that we've gotten here, and I say most because we actually are going to be addressing some things here fairly soon. Uh, the one thing that really is a standout for us... With this, or with what we've gotten back here since that episode, and a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> of course, I forgot to go and mute myself. Uh, this, this is kind of the chaos going on right now. Uh, joys of home ownership. It's a crazy, crazy thing. <laughs> um. Anyway, that's uh, that's neither here nor there. Anyway. Going into the real deal here, though, we've been getting a lot of questions coming in about various different things, and we thought we'd kind of address a few of them just to get this going here, get a little bit of an episode for you this week. Uh, Next week, we are going to be talking about the Xbox Showcase. We all agreed we wanted to talk about that, but one person is not enough to really talk, so we'll be getting to that next week. Um, We may even do just a special extra episode all around that. We're not sure yet. A lot going on right now. Uh, The world is absolutely insane. So um, I guess with that in mind, uh, let's get to the questions here. Uh, One of the big ones that came out of the episode talking about future conventions was, is this what we really want? And let me be blunt here. No, none of us want to have the conventions change from what they have been. You know, at least not in terms of how we need to respond to what's going on now in this age of COVID. You know, we were laying out things that we thought were reasonable, attainable, and can allow us to go back to the convention spaces. We know this is killing everybody. We, everybody we talk to, we know on how hard this is for everybody. And we want to be able to do more. We really do. It's just hard doing things remotely, and the amount of organization trying to do stuff remotely is so difficult. It's nowhere near as satisfying, I hate to go and say. I, I was really impressed. If you haven't listened to the episode yet, uh, we talked with uh, Iki and Snow uh, from Eki and Snow Cosplay. Uh, I'll make sure to link the episode in the description. They put together an absolutely fantastic digital convention. Them and the other organizers. It wasn't them exclusively, but they definitely pulled their weight on it. Okisora worked out really well and was a great standard to be set for a digital convention. But let's be honest, it's not enough. We need that personal interaction. We need that... We need to be social with each other, I think is really what it comes down to. I love what people have been able to do in the digital space, but it's not what any of us want. Yeah, We want cosplay chess back. We want live dating games. We want comedy panels. We want to be entertained in person and be able to go and just feed off of each other's energy. It's something we all need. We're social creatures and we're just being stuck in our own homes and that, that sucks. (laughs) Really, it just does. So no, that episode was not us endorsing uh, new ways of doing conventions in the long term. It's just what we think makes sense to get us back to the conventions in the first place. So I hope that clears up a little bit For right now, it's just what we're going to have to deal with. Yeah, eventually, when there's a vaccine, when people get their stuff together, hopefully we can go and move beyond this and we'll be able to enjoy life again. Unfortunately, for right now, this is what we have to deal with. So, that's all that was about. So, I hope you guys understand we want this to go back to normal as quickly as possible. And I hope it does, so... Moving on from there, though, uh, let's see here. What's another fun one? Uh, The Last of Us Part 2. Boy, uh, the the SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom episode was uh, polarizing, to say the least. Uh, And I guess we didn't do a good job of going and explaining this. Listen, I'm not saying that The Last of Us Part 2 is a good game. I'm not saying it's a bad game. The reality is a few of us have started playing it. None of us have beaten it. We are going to play the game. We are going to give our opinions on it. We're kind of planning for the end of the year that we're going to go and address some of these bigger things that are really hard to go and wrap our minds around. Uh, We did really good ratings-wise talking about anime uh, from 2019, and I'd like to do something like that with video games as well. We'll go and take some of the highest profile releases and just give ourselves a little bit more time to process and feel it out. We want to do this with Final Fantasy VII Remake. We want to do this uh, with The Last of Us Part II. We want to see where we're at with all of this and whether or not they hold up to their review standards on there. That's really what this comes down to. Quite honestly, I think we're probably going to end up reviewing Battle for Bikini Bottom as well, just because that's another one that's just kind of crazy with the reviews. Once again, if you haven't listened to the episode, uh, you really should go and check it out. Uh, it's it's kind of interesting with everything that we got out of that one. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's uh, that's another one there. Um, and once again, it's just because The Last of Us Part Two, like... I've heard a lot of the spoilers already. I know a lot of people, it's been ruined for them already. What's the point in playing? Um, I think it is hard to judge a game just based on the spoilers, though. Uh, I know a lot of people want us to, quite honestly. They want to go and have us join the chorus of why this, why that. I We're not going to do that. Pure and simple. We are not going to do that. And it's just because we have to maintain our credibility. And part of that is in understanding what is going on in the game. What matters. How it works. I don't know. It's. I'm very sad to see the community so polarized on that game. Given on how good the first one was. And how... Almost universally beloved it was. I know I, that's probably a little bit of a bold statement, but that is one of my top five favorite games of all time. And to see its sequel be so marred in controversy, I I, I hate it. I just hate the fact that that's where we're at. But I've got to play it through myself. i got to get through the game. And I'm hoping by the end of the year, we'll be able to give you our full-on opinions of that. So... Bear with us, we are going to get there. Uh, Let's see here, what else do we got here? Uh, Will you guys do more things like the Google Trends game or the dating show? Yes! Yes, we will! We have really liked the feedback we got on that, and we're going to start trying to do some other things. We're trying to figure out casting and all that. Uh, I'll admit, we actually now have a recording studio uh and i mean like a legit one now so we're getting ready to try some new things it's gonna take us a little while to get them going so please stick with us we really appreciate all that you guys are doing uh in terms of your support for us it's been great and yeah we want to do more we're gonna have some fun and uh yeah if you haven't seen it yet uh uh and uh amy aka cosplay me uh, threw together something for uh, Khan with a 80s VHS-style workout tape. It's a lot of fun. It's dumb, but it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's on the Soccer Rangers YouTube channel, so check that out. Uh, and thank you. I mean, seriously, thank you for, uh, for giving us feedback on that stuff. We appreciate it. So yeah, uh, Google Trans Game, dating show, we're going to be doing more stuff in the future. So that's... Going to be an interesting one when we get there. Uh, something that's been a little... Something has been a little bit weird here. So, um, we started doing a couple of uh, guests again here. We did uh, Annie Jess 3 a little while ago. Then this last week, we did uh, Iki and Snow from Uh People notice that we have not been posting on Instagram. The simple reality is, right now... All of us are very lucky in the respect that we all are working and we're doing a ton of hours right now. It has not been easy going and keeping up with this stuff. Even just getting the podcast done on a weekly basis has been somewhat difficult. So thanks for sticking with us. I know it's not really desirable. We want to get back on Instagram. We want to be promoting our guests. I really want to go and thank, uh, honestly, everybody that's been on this year. Like, even before things got shut down, it was a rough year, so I'm happy about the fact that, uh, god, what is this, I think it's episode 25 for this year, uh, and you guys are still listening to us, that's absolutely awesome, could not be happier, uh, with what you guys are doing for us, so, uh, thank you, really, thank you. Uh, let's see here, what else do we have? Uh, Tyler's Anime Corner, is it coming back? Yes, eventually. Um, I'll be honest here, Tyler's Anime Investigations was such a big hit, uh, Interspecies Reviewers and that whole story. Uh, I don't know, I think we got linked through some stuff, I don't know if somebody influential shared that investigations episode or something like that but that has well outperformed everything else that we've done uh so we want we want to make sure that anything that we are doing with Tyler's Anime Corner is done at that level now so hopefully we can come up with something again because we really do want to do something more like that again um yeah I mean that's that's really about all I could say there. It's like we love t- doing Tyler's Anime Corner, but it is a really hard one to produce because we got to have the right thing. Otherwise, it's just kind of awkward. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's find another one. Uh, how many members of the Sakura Rangers are there? Uh, this is where it gets kind of difficult here. So, the way that we look at this, there's... Really, personally, I would say that there are eight of us that are Sakura Rangers. So there's myself, obviously, the Red Ranger, you know, Tyler, the Black Ranger, you got Cole, the Green Ranger, uh, you got John, the Silver Ranger, Amy, the Pink Ranger, Dane, the Blue Ranger, and DJ, the Yellow Ranger. And yeah, I know we don't go in here from Dane all that often, and DJ really only shows up for the Anime Corners. But, yeah, those guys, they also have really hard schedules. They do... They're always keeping up with us, though. They're always following what we're working on, whether it be skit division, video projects. They are real cheerleaders for the team, and they've been there from the start. So, that's what I would put that category with. Now, that being said, though, those are the ones, you know, by Identity they're not the only ones though so our skit division has another 10 members to it and basically skits division is just our media arm that's where we do things outside of the podcast so you know McKenna cosplay um you know kaiju qt we got one spoon cosplay that's there the twins as we often refer to them they're absolutely fantastic um Sierra, who I don't think she's doing any social media press and stuff right now. Um, she's absolutely adorable. There's a lot of people that go and do that with us in Skit Division. And it moves even beyond that. Because we also have what we call the honorary members. We got Mama Samu Cosplay. We got Iki and Snow. They have helped us out with multiple productions now. Cat uh, Valentine Cosplay, a.k.a. Colette, has been a... Amazing person and a fantastic freaking cheerleader. Uh, We love her to death. And there's just so many more. Like, I, I could name people for a half hour and everything I love about them, but I don't want to show more love to one person than another, quite honestly. And I know I'm even leaving people off the table not mentioning them by name, but there's just so many of us and do such a good job. So, yeah, we're... We're a big family, is the way that I would put it. There are more active members. There are members that participate when there's skits going on and video projects. There's members that help us out with the production side of things. I am, contrary to popular belief, the not the only person that works our audio and video side. We've had a lot of help and volunteers, and yeah, there's... There's a lot of people that help us out. And once again, we don't make any money off of this. We don't pay people for any of this. Anything that we're making off of any of our platforms is going to charity, really, at this point. For a little while, we were going collecting to go and offset costs for um, props and stuff for skits. Now, we're not even doing that. It's like, okay... We're investing out of pocket on our own equipment, everything to go and update our stuff. That's all on us, and everything else is just going to charity, because that's what we want to do. And, I don't know, we'll see eventually. I really do worry about the conventions in the long term, and what we might need to do to go and help make up for them. That might change in the future where our money is going, but for right now, we're not going to be pocketing any of this and we're not putting it towards anything because our money could be used a lot of other places is a lot more important other places right now especially since no conventions are going on so it doesn't make a lot of sense to go and put it into things that being said make no mistake there are video projects in the work i know i kind of tease that with google trends and all that we've got more coming up and we are going to be doing a lot in the near future so Uh, Bear with us while we do that. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Andrea from Wonderbelly Games. Uh, Another person asking the questions. But yes, yes, Andrea was absolutely delightful. We want to have her back on again. I know they just dropped a big update on... uh... Crap, what is wrong with me? I am spacing on the name. Roundguard, my God. Uh... (laughs) Um... You don't want to know how many hours I spend in that game at this point. Uh, They just did a big update on that one. The game just continues to keep getting better. I really want to go and have her on again to go and talk about the state of the industry, especially for indie developers right now. Uh, And hopefully check in on her in the game because her and her team have done an amazing job with that. And I really hope that everybody listening to this, even if it's something is not really your style, goes in, I don't know. Maybe goes and at least throws it onto their Steam wish list. If not, just buys the game outright. It's a lot of fun. It's just something you can hop into for 10 or 15 minutes and just enjoy it. I will probably be doing that as soon as I am done recording this. Uh, so let's see here. What else? Um. Okay, uh, this is one that, uh, feels like forever ago. Uh, our relationship with Blizzard, uh, Just to get this stuff out of the way, listen, we don't hate Blizzard. We don't hate the actual developers themselves. We have a lot of problems with Blizzard and their stances on a lot of things. The fact that they have been a lot quieter recently since their controversies has definitely been a nice thing. Uh, Once again, we don't get political. We are still very concerned about what's going on in Hong Kong right now. Uh, things have turned very ugly since COVID happened, and no conspiracy theories here, you know, keep that to yourself. Um, it's not our place and platform to be talking about any of that kind of stuff, but, um, we're still upset with Blizzard for the lack of a humanitarian stance that they've taken with this stuff, and... What felt like at the time, and I still think does feel like, they're pandering and catering to uh, the Chinese government. None of us are happy about that. None of us like it. Uh, But it doesn't really matter. We're still going to go and support the people making the games, but we're not supporting the company itself. Uh, I know I had some investments in Blizzard Activision. I no longer have investments in Blizzard Activision. So that's as much as I am personally going to say on that. Uh, You're welcome to go and play their games if you want. I know I've taken a pretty big step back on their properties on there. I'll admit I'm still playing Overwatch just because uh, Jeff Kaplan, their lead director, actually did say some things that I agree with uh, on the subject. It's still not as strong as I would like, but I want to show that development team... As much love as possible. Uh, That being said, don't expect me to be going and playing World of Warcraft again or anything of that sort for a long time. I'm showing support to the people that did have the courage to say something and stood up. And that's about the extent of that. And that's really the way that the rest of the team feels right now. So, Will things change in the future? It's entirely possible. But as of right now, that's where we're at And that's as far as we're going to go. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Are we excited about Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Yeah, to be blunt, yeah. Uh, I don't know why this question popped up so much. I know we did two episodes dedicated to the blue blur. And yeah, we're we're into it. We want more of that. Um, We all liked on how the first... But we liked how the first movie turned out. I, mean, I don't know what else to say. Um, but yeah, we're, we're excited for the second one. We had fun with that. And yeah, eventually we're looking forward to the sequel whenever movies happen again. Uh, on that subject, somebody out there apparently is really concerned about our opinions on Bill & Ted 3. Uh, yes, I hope that it is... Righteous and most excellent. I, I I love that film franchise. I know I've said that on the podcast before. Uh, I'm really curious about it releasing on digital and in theaters at the same time. I'm hoping by then my theater will be open. I'm really hoping for that. Uh, that'd be my first time getting to see Bill and Ted movie in the theaters. I have never had the ability to go and see one of them. So uh, I'm really excited about that. Like I said, Uh the Excellent Adventure is one of my favorite films of all time. Uh, it's right up there with Be Kind Rewind, which is my favorite movie of all time. It's it's one of those top ten pieces. So this culminating sequel all these years later, I hope that it is really good. The trailer so far has had me excited, so I want to see more. Hopefully it is good. Uh, but yeah, we'll get there. Uh, what else? I uh, know there's some other stuff. Oh, right. Uh, movie Delays. Uh, Do we think, given the fact that movie theaters may not be opening for months from now, uh, should everything be dumped on digital? No. No, they should not. Okay, this is a little bit of a ranty thing here. So, one of my biggest problems right now with Netflix, with Hulu, with, um, what is it? Apple, is it Apple Plus? I can't remember. Is it Apple TV, whatever it is? Um, And Disney Plus, to a lesser extent, uh, right now, there are no good ways of tracking metrics or anything like that. Netflix just released last week a listing of their top ten films, and it's so confusing with how they're getting any of this stuff. Um, Netflix now is counting views based on people going and watching a minimum of two minutes of a film. Which I don't know about you guys, but I've probably watched five to ten minutes of a film before turning it off just because it was either not capturing my attention or quite honestly, given on how much trash there is on Netflix, uh just because it did not go and um entertain me or I thought it was dumb. So, that's bad. Uh, You got Hulu with Palm Springs and talking about on how, you know, there's been more hours watched of that than any other original program of theirs in the first week ever. What the hell does that mean? Does that mean that people watched a collective hour of it? I have no idea. Looks interesting. I haven't watched it myself yet. Uh, Definitely looks up my alley, but I have no idea if it's any good or not. Until these streaming companies start making it clear how good the engagement is, there's no reason to do that. And in the case of, like, uh, Trolls World Tour uh, in particular, and, you know what, actually, I haven't even looked into how Scoob did. Hold on, let's... let's see here. How much money has Scoob done here? Yeah, okay, not really meaning all that much here. So, yeah, even Warner Brothers is going and being a little bit uh, questionable with it. Yes, I, anyway, going to the, my point here, uh, Trolls World Tour, you know, has made over $144 million. It's made more money than the original. Well, yeah, that's also with the studio making an 80% cut on that as well. And especially being a kid's movie and all that, yeah, those tend to go and draw some higher numbers on there. It's also twice the cost of a traditional ticket on there. There's a lot of things that are really questionable about this. Right now, there's no uniformity in how these things are measured, what it's worth. It's like, for studios right now, part of the reason why you haven't seen studios dumping their stuff out right now is because especially for the high production films... There's no real way of proving out how much money is going to come off of these things. Should there be some attempts? Yeah, I think that doing Bill & Ted as a multimedia release probably is a good fit. They wanted to do a budget film. It is, not in my mind, a budget film, but it definitely is by modern standards when you're looking at, you know, things like Justice League going and costing, you know, multiple hundreds of millions of dollars to go and produce. And now with the Snyder Cut coming out, boy, that's a whole other thing uh bill and ted i think is a good testing ground for something like this and what the real potential is for films coming out to this format since it's not a children's property uh specifically but even then there's not a good way of tracking whether or not any of this stuff makes any sense whether or not it actually works Uh, i i have a really hard time with the idea of putting this stuff out there. And it's not because I'm a big fan of watching films in theaters. There have been a lot of them where I have said, this would be fine on my couch, but why did this thing come to the movie theaters? That's a whole different argument and situation. I don't think for something like Wonder Woman 1984, which I'm really excited for, I don't think that that should just be something that gets thrown out there on Amazon Prime Video that you pay $20 for. Because I don't think it's going to make the money it's supposed to. And especially for something like that. Where we're trying to go in and make sure that there is actual money coming in. Where you want to make sure that there's actual engagement. You don't want films like that to end up getting hurt. Because there's a whole other narrative that gets created by it. Uh... I know I'm going to get a little bit ranty here on Wonder Woman, but I just remember when the first one came out, this is back when I was still on social media, seeing people sharing on Facebook all of these you know, pictures and statements about how Warner Brothers was trying to sink Wonder Woman and make it into a commercial failure so they don't need to put women into action films anymore. And it was one of the most offensive things I've ever seen because Warner Brothers was putting... More money than, I believe at the time, any other uh, any other uh, film release during that time slot. They had never put as much money into it as they had for Wonder Woman. I was seeing ads non-stop. Billboards going into work. I was going and getting YouTube ads. I was seeing them on television. And then seeing that stuff floating around, it's like... I'm all for that kind of stuff. People know how much I love Atomic Blonde. Uh... Women in action movies can work. They just need to be good movies. That's all we're asking for. So, Wonder Woman, bringing back the same writer director team, uh, and all the you know real creative bodies that made the first one such a success. I want that thing to be a success, and I think right now, releasing something like that in video on demand that has not proven itself, you potentially risk sinking a franchise and one that has already gotten off to a great start, you don't want to be sunk because of poor performance numbers because this medium might not be something that the fans of that kind of film would go and see. You stick with what you know works, and I stand by the studios making that kind of decision. Even Universal making the statement that, oh yes, all of our film releases are going to be in theaters and they're going to be online video on demand from now on. Uh, I I find it kind of interesting that the president made such a big point about that, president of Universal for the record, made such a big deal about the performance of Trolls World Tour and yet has not announced another film going to that format other than ones that were not expected to perform very well anyway. I think that's all you need to know. It's not something that's proven itself and it's not something that's going to prove itself for a long time unless the studio is willing to potentially sink a multi-million dollar blockbuster. So that's something to be careful of. It's something to be worried about. And yeah, I, I welcome the attempt to try this. I just don't think that it's going to work out the way that they want it to. I know we're we're all about the instant gratification. we want things on demand. We want it available at our fingertips when we want it. That's not always necessarily the best way, especially when you're talking about making back the money you put in investment into something that's not necessarily the way that it should work because at that point you can end up devaluing what you're working on and It's not to say that going and releasing a film in theaters is a guaranteed success. Bloodshot was never going to be a success, regardless of whether or not uh, it got pulled uh, from theaters early because of COVID-19. Bad movies are bad movies. Uh, See my opinions on the, uh, what is his name, David Arbor, the guy that did the last uh, Hellboy movie. Oh my god, that was a bad film. That one could have dumped itself right onto Netflix, and Netflix could have said it was their most watched film ever, and it wouldn't change the fact that it was a bad film uh let's see here i I know I went on a crazy movie rant there. I definitely am a movie guy I'm very passionate about it uh, let's see here. is there anything else that I'm missing um oh yeah, um thoughts on Komori Khan getting cancelled uh I'm sad. <laughs> I'll be blunt I'm sad. Uh, we were invited back for uh, the cosplay contest to host and to do the halftime show again. We had a great concept. We're thinking about adapting it over as a video project. We probably will end up doing that. We're still kind of grieving over it though. so give us some time. we'll figure that out. If we don't end up making it into a video project, I'm sure we'll be talking about it. Hick, hey, maybe we'll do a uh, maybe we'll do a live read for the podcast. That could be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know that, that, that pretty well takes care of the questions. I think anybody would be really interested in listening to, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't have really anything else to say. So, um, I guess I'll just end it with this. Thank you, everybody. If you stuck around through to the end of this. We really appreciate it. You guys are awesome. We love all of you guys for listening. We're really happy to be here week in and week out. Really, it's been good having this throughout all the craziness that's come along with COVID. All of the extra time that's been put into work and our personal lives just trying to keep up. We really do love you guys for being there for us. And hopefully we're there for you at least somewhat. Hopefully we're there in a way that's still satisfying and interesting to you guys. I can't wait until all of this is over. Hopefully things go back to normal one day. And we're able to go and give you the content that we really want to again. So thanks. That's really what it comes down to. You know where you're listening to us. Um, Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, uh, Podbean, uh, SoundCloud. This is uh, one quick announcement here uh, for anybody still listening. Uh, SoundCloud, we'll, we will be ending our support of the SoundCloud platform very soon. Uh, Part of the reason why our upload schedule has been really erratic is because we keep getting uh, copyright strikes for some reason through that platform. And it's screwing up our uploads everywhere else. So we have been really happy. It was a great place for us to start. But there's clearly some hostility in that community for some reason towards us. And we're not getting a lot of listens off of it anyway. People have definitely migrated over to better formats. Well, other formats, not necessarily better it's great for a lot of things, but I will say podcasts have definitely not been their strong suit uh, in the last couple of years. So, uh, But yeah, we're still everywhere else. We're not planning on dropping anything else. Everybody else has been great. Last FM, um, TuneIn, really everywhere has been pretty good except for that format for us. And even then, they haven't been bad. It's just not what we need. So that's the situation currently. I hope. Uh, I hope that's not too big of a deal. Uh, please send us emails. Clearly, we're listening. We are reading uh, Soccer Rangers podcast at gmail.com. You can DM us directly at SoccerRangers uh, at Instagram. Follow us at Instagram. Uh, same with Twitter. Uh, I know that's something we really wanted to get done this year and get more going, but we haven't so far. And I'm sorry for that. <laughs> Hopefully, we get more going here uh, when we have some time to be able to make some fresh content, like getting Instagram pictures up once again, going back to that point. So, thanks everybody. You're all great. We love you. We can't wait to see you guys again. So, have a great rest of the night, or whenever you're listening. Can't wait to see you again next week when we go and talk about the Xbox experience. Better late than never. Thank you very much. Be back.